0: A crazy Karen tries to stalk me at Walmart. Okay, so I have an EBT card, and thanks to the slow mail service, I got my card with about four months of money on it, which was a nice surprise. I was at the checkout, and this young lady was in front of me, and I noticed that she had baby food, formula, and other food for a small child. No snacks, just crackers and baby stuff. The cashier said to her, I'm sorry, it says insufficient funds. The young lady tried again, but had the exact same result. Well, this woman looked as if her entire world was ending. So I stepped in and said, excuse me, can you just add my stuff on and I'll just pay for it? The young lady looked surprised and she protested saying she couldn't pay me back. I just let her know that it was my pleasure to help her out. And I asked her if she had any food for herself. She just shook her head and said no and that she'll just go down to the church and get some food if she really gets hungry. I asked her if she wanted to grab a few things for herself like a frozen pizza or spaghetti egg rolls or cheese or crackers or bread or anything. Again, she said no. So I ended up putting my bread, my cheese and some frozen dinners in her bag and wished her good luck. I mean, hey, I get it. The struggle is real. I finished up and went to replace my items. And as I was going, I noticed this woman who was making rude little huffs and puffs behind me as she begins to follow me. I get my items and go to the area where they can get lottery tickets and some other stuff. And as I'm paying, this idiotic, Crazy Karen comes up to me and says, You can add mine to hers, seeing that she's paying for strangers today. I just looked at the cashier who I'm friendly with, and we both started laughing. I honestly didn't think she was serious. The Karen said, What? You paid for her? And you gave her some of your stuff. I'm a single mob. I'm not rich like you. Oh, honey, you know nothing. I just shook my head, basically saying no. The Karen then got a little aggressive. Hey, you, excuse me. Oh, you are so rude. I just look at her and say, what? Okay, whatever, Karen. The Karen sputters, Well? And at this point, I just about had it, and I said, well, what? The Karen then chimes in and looks at the cashier and says, she's paying for me. She's got my items. The cashier looked at her and said, "Mm, no, she doesn't. Have a good day, ma'am. And she hands me the receipt, and I'm on my way. The Karen then says, why are you being so selfish? I need to feed my kids. And I look at her and say, uh, that sounds like a you problem, not a me problem. That's when she blows up. Who do you think you are? I need help. I told her that I realize your problems are valid and I do sympathize with you but I can't help you so please get away from me. Thankfully the cashier chimed in and said Miss, this is the fourth time in two days you've been asked to stop harassing customers. The Karen tried to protest and act like they're doing nothing wrong and that's exactly when loss prevention stepped in. A large man with a badge approached her and told her to leave. I was walking out when I heard her starting to screech and yell about how she has no money and that she can't afford any of her groceries and that she was expecting someone to try and help her, kind of like how I helped that one lady. But I got out of there and didn't have to have anything to do with that entitled Karen. This Karen is one of those people that try to capitalize on someone else's goodwill and use it against them. It's one of those freeloading con artists who will just try to bully you into doing what they want you to do. And it's really gross and disgusting. I find the contrast between her and the young lady earlier in the story to be really interesting. One is actually in need of help and assistance, whereas this other Karen is just trying to mooch off of other people's generosity. And I love the fact that this story has told her multiple times you can't be here harassing customers and trying to beg people for money. Like, that's not okay. If she's really in need of assistance, it's time to go look for the resources that can provide you that assistance. Chasing down people in Walmart and trying to get them to give you money or pay for your groceries is not the solution you want to go with. In the end, it was a really good deed and it's unfortunate that the Karen tried to ruin the moment. My long term boyfriend wants me to get rid of my pet bunny rabbit. I recently just brought home a beautiful lop-eared bunny. I was asked if I wanted him from a family friend as his owner sadly had passed away. He has a great personality. He's very friendly, cuddly, clever, and he is even toilet trained. My boyfriend has never been a fan of animals, especially animals like rabbits, guinea pigs, mice, etc. Anything small, he's never been a fan of. As he's very strict on being clean, and he believes they aren't. Admittedly, I didn't ask him directly if I could get the bunny. We do live together, but it's my apartment. I asked him how he'd feel if I did, and he said he didn't want a rabbit right now, as it would be way too much work to take care of it. I thought I'd be able to win him over once he saw the bunny and agreed to look after him and waited until my boyfriend finished work to show him the new addition to our home and it actually led to a huge fight where he said I didn't listen to him and that he refused to come back here if the rabbit was still here and asked when it'd be gone by. He was in such a rage he smashed a few of my mugs that were on the kitchen shelves and threw some of my possessions around and was just being very threatening which I thought was a complete overreaction. Fair enough if he really didn't want us owning a rabbit and there was no changing his mind, but to react so aggressively I thought was completely over the top. In the heat of the argument, I told him that I'd rehome the bunny and that now I just feel awful because this bunny is just so sweet and loving and doesn't deserve to keep changing homes. I'm regretting saying yes to having him, but I also really wish I could keep him. Any advice on what I should do is really appreciated. I'm not thin-skinned, so give it to me straight. Do you really want me to give it to you straight? Because to be honest, the problem is not the bunny. The problem is your boyfriend acting like a Psychopath and throwing mugs all over the place simply because you disobeyed his orders and brought home a bunny rabbit. Like that's an extreme overreaction. It starts with a few mugs before he ends up putting holes in the drywall or trying to put his hands on you. If I'm being completely honest, you need to reevaluate what he is all about. That rabbit is the least of your worries. There is absolutely no excuse to act like that, and you should not accept that behavior in the slightest. I mean, you might even want to look at keeping the bunny and probably rehoming the boyfriend. It's just a little scary, baby on his reaction. It was such a violent outburst over something really not that big of a deal. I mean, there are ways to take care of the rabbit so it's not all over the place and messing up the house. This honestly just seems like the first step in a wrong direction by staying with this guy and I think you got bigger things on your plate besides a bunny rabbit. My ex turned into my stalker and I'm scared for my safety. I dated this guy online for a couple of days and found out he was cheating on me with a friend. I confronted him about it and ended up breaking it off and he proceeded to make multiple dis- Discord, Snapchat. Reddit, TikTok, and other accounts and even fake phone numbers just to try and call me. I'm honestly scared for my life because I never gave out my last name to him. I never even gave out my phone number and have no idea how he found out all of my social media pages. I was honestly just having fun with this guy. He's from Europe and I'm from North America. We got along great and it was honestly too good to be true. So I got my friend to see why he wouldn't take his dating profile down. Basically, he hit on her and said he would see her and try and meet up and when I confronted him he played the victim even far as going to make accounts pretending to be his friends and harassing me. I honestly didn't take the relationship super seriously but now I'm fearing for my safety because he's found all my private social medias. I'm not sure what to do because I have family on Instagram and Facebook and he's already tried following me on there. He got me to download some things from Minecraft and I'm scared he got my information that way. He's made several posts begging for me to come back back. And I told him that that makes me incredibly uncomfortable. I come from a very religious household and I'm very conservative. So if they find out I've been dating, I could get kicked out or worse. I honestly just need some advice on what I should do to protect myself because I can't call the police on someone 6,000 miles away. Okay, I have so many questions. First off, why would you be even interested in dating someone that is 6,000 miles away? Like, I am all about long distance relationships. If you find someone you love, go for it. But for that first initial contact, that just screams suspicious to me. I don't know specifically how old the person is that's talking in this story, but from the sounds of it, it looks like they're super young, and they did something really dumb. You just have to be more careful on the internet. There are some absolute weirdos out there that will try and do everything they can to try and ruin you, or worse. And yeah, you're probably right. The fact that you downloaded something from Minecraft, of all places, was probably all he needed to try and put some kind of malware on your computer and get all of your information. You should probably start with that to be honest. Hire someone to check your computer out and see if you can clean it out. The next thing you need to do is absolutely go to the police. If your parents love you, regardless of any kind of religious standing, they will do what they need to do to protect you. I think this person also may have just gotten catfished. Like, I really hope that's not the case, but there's always a chance that this is someone that could be stateside, and if that's the case, then you really gotta do everything you can sooner than later. Overall, this is a really terrible situation, and I think it's just a good lesson learned, that no matter who it is online, you have to be careful, and you have to think about yourself first. My crazy mother tried to abandon my pet on the street multiple times, all because they used the bathroom inside of their house. My mother has tried to dump our cat onto the streets multiple times. The first time, she opened the porch door, allowing him to run away if he wanted to. The second time, she forced him into a filthy basement. She did this to try and make sure he'd get in the cage she put down there. It had food and water to try and lure him in. He never went in there, so she forced him to stay in the basement from a April of 2021 to October of 2021. At one point in September, she wanted him gone because she assumed he used the bathroom outside of his litter box. And surprise, surprise, he didn't do that. My mom tried to dump him because he went to the bathroom in her room too much in his first week at our new house. Go figure when having a new pet, right? It's more messed up when you realize why she got the cats in the first place. When I was a kid, I got abused by her ex. And on the evening I told her she wanted me to get anything at all. Something to make it up to me. So she asked if I wanted a cat or a dog. I got my dear Max and two other cats in a very emotionally vulnerable time in my life. In February of this year, my other remaining cat, Castle, once peed in my mother's room. He used to spray a lot in our old house, but has hardly ever done so in the new house. She began devising a plan of how to dump him and get rid of him, but didn't follow through because she loved him too much. Also, before we moved into this new house, we had a goldfish. He was was a little big, as was his fish tank. We'd had no room for him in this new house, so she dumped him down the toilet while he was still alive. Also, she believes in slapping dogs with newspapers rolled up in electrical tape. She would do this to our one dog by the name of Vader, and that dog became absolutely terrified of that rolled up piece of paper. When she brought home our new puppy, Harley, she also brought home the other taped up newspaper stick for situations where the puppy misbehaves or does something wrong. I never gave her the chance to use it On her because I threw it out. In September, when she wanted my cat dumped, she found out he didn't go outside his litter box while he was trapped in the basement. He is now upstairs and in our house on the condition that he uses the litter box, as he should. In September, when I thought he was getting thrown outside, I remember being in the filthy, ancient basement and just simply cuddling him. I was in tears and told him to never forget me and told him that I loved him. It was overall a terrible experience. It sounds like this mother does not need a dog or any kind of pet. She is clearly an abusive owner. I want to circle back to something that was said earlier. The goldfish was flushed down the toilet while it was still alive. That is horrible. Like the mom has no business being around any kind of animals. And did you know that it is a federal crime to commit animal cruelty? I mean, how can you just treat an innocent animal like that? Especially if you haven't taken the time to train them and to have them act in the way you want them to act. Fun fact, you really can train cats. You can train them to go inside their litter box. There is a way to do it. But just threatening to throw the cat out and saying, okay, off into the real world you go, have fun by yourself, is blatant animal cruelty and she should not have animals in her life. It's also upsetting that she would beat her dog. That is not the way to train a dog and have it still like you and have any semblance of a good relationship with you or anybody else. It's going to be afraid of you. It's going to act timid and scared. This is abuse, neglect, and it personally really upsets me. And in my opinion, if this gets any worse, you might need to get the authorities involved. Those animals are innocent and don't deserve to be treated poorly. A rich friend of mine asked me to cheat for a whole semester. Recently, a relatively well-off school friend of mine contacted me to let me know that she's been doing a job and that she is not technically qualified for it. She got the job through her connections at the business, which she has been working on, at a part-time level for several years. In order to get the qualification, she needs to finish a module at university, but she doesn't have the time. So, and get this... She asked if I would do all her assignments for the semester and she would pay me to do them. She told me she doesn't understand why she needs to get the qualifications given that she has been doing the work for so long. Why does she think that she is so entitled to get this qualification without doing any of the work? Is this how rich people are these days? Also, it made me feel so disrespected that she thought I would participate in something like this given that I am poor. It's absolutely ridiculous. How lazy can you possibly get? They didn't want to do the test and do any of the work so they tried to get somebody else to do the job for them. It's frankly disgusting if you ask me. I kind of wish something like that would happen to me where someone would come to me and be like, hey, I don't want to take the test and I don't want to go through this. I'll pay you to do it for me. Not only would I secretly report them, I would also still go throughout the entire semester and do absolutely terrible on purpose. There is no reason that someone like this should be able to get forward in life in this way. School is already hard enough. It's already tough trying to figure out what you want to do with your life and then trying to pursue that career path. People work very hard to get where they're going and there are no free handouts. So someone like this absolutely needs to get put in their place and they need to learn some kind of respect for those around them. And the original poster is absolutely right. They should feel disrespected because this is someone who's coming to them and basically trying to use them as a pawn in their own scheme to get more money in their own job. Like just imagine for a second if someone caught you and found out you're taking these qualifications for your friend. Not only would you get in trouble, but they would too. But the fact that they're rich means that they're going to be fine. You, on the other hand, need a job. You need to go to school and you need to be able to provide for yourself. It's just such an unfair balance of risk and reward. So yeah. They're totally in the right to feel this way, and I don't blame them for turning them down. Today I messed up by accidentally making a deadly gas while cleaning the litter box. I've had a cat for as long as I can recall, but it still doesn't keep me from messing up from time to time. Tonight was one of those times. Let me preface this with saying that I knew that you should never mix bleach and ammonia. It creates a chemical that can harm you and do a lot worse. What I did not realize was that apparently the ammonia in cat urine is strong enough to react as well. It's quite obvious once you think about it, but I didn't at the time. After I tossed the litter away, I typically put the bin in the bathtub. I add some water, then I add some bleach to clean and disinfect. Well, this time I thought to myself, ooh, let me toss the bleach into the tray since I was walking past the laundry anyways, instead of carrying the bleach to the bathroom. I should note that this time the bin was a bit dirtier than usual. It's as if the litter was not soaking up any of the urine. So as I dumped the bleach in, a lot more than I actually should or wanted to, mind you, It all started to foam up. A lot. And then I smell something and realize, wait a minute. Around that time, my brain cells clicked in. Cat urine has ammonia. Ammonia plus bleach equals no-no smoothie. This is gonna be a bad time. Cue the Batman music with me running around as quickly as I can like the Dark Knight, tossing out this concoction and cleaning everything out. I don't think there's any issues. I've vented everything and I'm fine and the cats are fine. And I've decided that I definitely need a new way to disinfect and clean the litter box. As a side note, I've always rinsed the bin out heavily and then dried it with a paper towel because I didn't want my fur babies to ever come in contact with bleach. But typically, it's only a drop of bleach. I definitely put a ton more in this time since there was no water already mixed in and I saw all of the wetness in the box after removing the litter. Overall though, I made a big mistake and you can bet that that will never happen again.
1: CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com/audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com/audio. That's carshield.com/audio. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early,
0: For the rest of my life, I will be calling ammonia plus bleach equals no-no smoothie forever. Forever. That's it. That's the only thing I'm going to call that. I'm not going to call it a poisonous gas. I'm not going to say that it can potentially unalive you. I'm going to say that it's a no-no smoothie. I've seen stories like this before in a similar fashion where an owner of a pet tries to use both of those ingredients to try and get rid of some bad smell or some kind of stain or they want to try and disinfect something. But it always ends in the same way. Them realizing that they just made something terrible. Terrible. And not in the terrible, ha ha, this was bad way. Terrible in the, oh no, we might be in a serious situation kind of way. Legitimately though, these two ingredients mixed together can actually really hurt you. So you never want to try this yourself. I think it's safe to say that the original poster will probably be much more careful the next time they clean out their litter box. Today I messed up by missing obvious signs that a girl was into me and not taking a chance on it when I had the chance. When reading the following story, just keep in mind that I was a very dumb 16 year old. Pretty much at some point later, term This really attractive girl decided to come and sit next to me. She gave no reason and just sat there next to me for the whole lesson, not saying a thing. About one week later, she starts to try and make conversation. I can't exactly remember what she said, but I know my awkward reply was something along the lines of, uh, yeah, uh, I think so, yeah. Over the course of the next week, she continually tried to make conversation with me. I'm not good at talking to girls in any way, shape, or form. Whenever she said anything, I would mutter a stuttered reply and not say anything else. Else. She still, for some reason, persisted. Fast forward a bit, and she's looking for a dress. She was looking at the most revealing dress you could possibly imagine on her computer. It took every essence of self-control in me not to just stare like an idiot. After doing this for a couple of days, she asked me what I thought of one of them. I was like, uh, yeah, it's good. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty good. She mentioned that she was going to go clubbing in it, to which I said absolutely nothing. I was just staring at the ceiling, wishing I would spontaneously combust. Now that I'm actually writing. This down, I realized how much of an oblivious idiot I was. She was so obviously into me, but I never noticed. She was indirectly asking me out, How could I be so stupid? A while after this, she stops looking at dresses. On the day of our first test for this subject, she sits next to me again and asks me if I wanted to move to her desk. I said something to the effect of, Oh, that's okay, I'm not worrying about that, as if insinuating she is of a lesser intelligence or something. This is not at all what I meant. I was just trying to be nice while trying. Trying to make a conversation finish as fast as possible. She took this pretty well and just didn't move her desk. After the test was over, she asked me how I thought I did. I replied, I think I did pretty well. I'm pretty sure I knew most of the answers. I probably came off like an arrogant idiot because she gave me this look like, what are you doing? This was legit the hardest test ever. For some reason, at this point, I decided to ask her how she thought she did. She said something like, I think I did pretty well, but probably not as good as you. At this point, I realized I was in over my head. No possible reply I could think of would possibly not insult her. I resolved to just say nothing and stare at her with a dumbo look on my face. Again, I'm wishing to spontaneously combust. These awkward situations kept on happening all the way up until the second to last test we had in that class. She put her bag down between her chair and mine and was definitely trying to get closer to me. Again, wishing that I was consumed by fire. I actually felt so uncomfortable and awkward that I posted something on another subreddit about how to... Avoid this situation or make it more bearable. I was informed that she was, in fact, into me and I should probably stop acting like an idiot, not saying anything. I make a plan on what to say. Skip ahead to earlier today, I'm standing outside the classroom and she walks up towards me. I immediately forget my plan and I freeze up. Luckily, she starts talking to one of her friends near me instead. When the teacher arrives, I walk into the class and sit in my normal spot. I am ready this time with a conversation starter. I was gonna say, Oh man, I'm so screwed about this test tomorrow. How about you? It was funny and left the room for conversation to develop. However, this was the one and only lesson that she decided she wasn't going to sit next to me. And overall, I kind of missed my shot. Brother, I've been here so many times. You could literally write the hints on the wall in bright neon orange and I would still miss the signals when someone's trying to flirt with me. I totally get it and I know exactly what you mean. I do feel kind of bad for this original poster though because they missed a really good opportunity. She was clearly into him and he should have just gone for it. That's honestly the biggest lesson from this. I think if you do it in a right way and you're not weird about it, it could be a good relationship. And she was dropping some serious hints the entire time. So overall, it's kind of a lesson learned situation, but at least the next time that happens, if it ever does, you can be ready for it. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.